for the week of March 13th, 2022. This is Mojo Weekly. I'm John. Table for two, please. I'm Josh. Table for two. Josh, you're back. How was your week off? Hell. No, I'm kidding. It was great. It was great. Um, Evercon went really, really well. We had a few big obstacles in our way, but the show overall was fantastic. We had over 1,200 people show up, so I'm... Wow. Fucking stoked, man. It's been great. Yeah. I had 1,200 people, and three of them were watching my stream. (laughs) Yeah. Well, hey. Hey, man. I I tried streaming, too, and I only had, like, one or two as well, but while you're streaming and messaging me saying, hey... Hey, uh, hey, host us, host us, you fool. I was literally battling back a flood coming into my game room. So no, That's I didn't awesome. have this the moment needed to uh, help you out there, pal. But all in all, it was a great success. It was fun. Um, we, we had a few little things that popped up. Who'd have known? We move our convention to March and it rains literally all day Saturday and creates a crazy monsoon out in the parking lot. So that's nuts. Awesome times. It's always something. It's always something. Anything it's, if it's not Evercon, it's it's MGC. Oh, absolutely not. Maybe the building a little bit. Uh, there was actually a leaky roof at one point too. Well, um, but no, none of my games. Nothing. Not my problem. No, none of our <laughs> games or anything got damaged. Nothing like that. Uh, the the flooding area or the area that started getting pretty wet was actually pretty close to Rock Band. So about the only thing that got any remote bit of water on it was like the the, the 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 kick drum part for the rock band set that was about it right on. everything else is up high so all right you ready for good, some news good to go absolutely i heard there's a a blockbuster announcement mm, i wouldn't call it blockbuster but we'll, we'll you know <laughs> i don't know overselling it here uh we had a sony mm-hmm. state of play this past week and uh we're gonna focus Ooh. primarily on that because uh, there was a lot of stuff, not necessarily any blockbuster stuff, but some good stuff. So Capcom uh, revealed a new game, a new franchise potentially, uh, called Exo Primal, and it's coming to the PS4 and PS5 uh, next year. Uh, this is not the Dino Crisis game that you were looking for. Uh, it does have dinosaurs. Aww. It does have dinosaurs, uh, but it is not Dino Crisis. Uh, in, hmm. they've basically taken like it's a um, it's a multiplayer game, online multiplayer game. At least that's what it looks like. And they've replaced mm-hmm. zombies with dinosaurs. Basically, uh, it looks like zombies just come pouring in from another dimension or something. Just like I'm talking hundreds of dinosaurs, and you're just uh, taking out dinosaurs with your uh, gigantic, gigantic Gears of War style machine gun. Um, so it's like dynasty warriors x dino crisis maybe maybe did anybody enjoy the dino crisis games like really people enjoyed Uh, those a fnary did in our chat room he's dying for more dino crisis every time capcom announces something he's like i want to see dino crisis Um, a lot of people want to see a dino crisis remake in the same vein as like the resident evil remakes they've been doing Um, i've never played dino crisis so i have no sort of like attachment to it whatsoever so if they never release another Dino Crisis uh, game I don't think I would care no same I I, I remember playing them and trying them with friends and they were like it's just like Resident Evil but with dinosaurs and I'm like wow okay cool Uh, this is also coming to the Xbox and PC as well so Uh, we saw another trailer for Ghostwire Tokyo and I still don't know what this game is looks interesting it's got an interesting Hmm. vibe 
I have no idea what it is. I, I, I saw today that there is like a trailer or a video that has like 18 minute, minutes of Ghostwire Tokyo footage. I might check that out just to see what the game actually plays like. Because um, sure. it's got some serious like stylistic trailers out there, but they don't give me any indication as to wh- what it actually is. It's some sort of horror open world adventure, but I don't know much about it. Hmm. That's cool. Uh, we got another trailer for Stranger of Paradise, the Final Fantasy Origin game uh, developed by Team Ninja. Uh, coming out this Weird, week, really? man. Yeah, coming out this week. Whoa, so, what? Yeah, this week? A, yeah, this coming week. Uh, there is a demo on the PlayStation Store, so you can go check that out right now, Josh. I'm out of here. Give me that demo. <laughs> Yeah. So that's is this that Final okay. Fantasy Origins story? Is this the one? Is that what you're talking about that I keep hearing about? It's yeah. It's called Final Fantasy Origins: Stranger of Paradise or something like that. Um, is this the first a, Final Fantasy Origins game, or is there other ones? I have no idea. It 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 stars that remarkably bland looking dude. Um, he he just looks completely unremarkable. Like you know, he was like, shopping at the Gap, and they were like, "Hey, you want to be in this game?" You know. Um, sure. It's an interesting sure, interesting thing. I don't know much about it. Hmm. And that's why people tune in for me to say, I don't know much about it over and over again. I don't know much about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so th- there was news this past week that that game Forspoken had been delayed from May to October. Uh, and in order to salve that wound, apparently, um, for the mm. people who are just dying for this game, they released a pretty cool looking trailer. Um, it just shows the protagonist. Her name is apparently Frey. Uh, roaming around the open world, taking on, you know, dragons and shit, zombies and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Uh, Lots of cool effects in this game. Looks pretty neat, graphically speaking. Um, Gameplay-wise, that has yet to be seen. So you you said Forsaken, like the N64 game? Nope, Forspoken. Forspoken. Is is that a word? Is that a made-up word? That sounds like a made-up word. Something Forspoken. I don't know. Hmm. Get out your dictionary. I don't know. Is Forspoken in the dictionary? I feel like that's made up. Forspoken. Uh, hmm. I think it's the thing that I think that's a forespoken is what what's taking care of when they have the circumcision, right? Forespoken, maybe. Right. I was thinking like those sweet dirt bikes when we were kids that had the four big plastic spokes, so that wheel is forespoken. Right. Yeah. Oh, so it's a BMX game. I'm into this. I'm cool. This would be fun. Uh, hopefully it's a sequel to BMX Triple X. That'd be awesome. Right? Yeah, or Uniracer. We need we need more of those. <laughs> let's 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 tangent for a moment. Whose idea okay. was it to make a, a titty BMX game? That is insane. Whoever came up with that idea it should have just been run right out of society. Like, okay, we've got this BMX but, game. What if everybody was topless? It's exactly it's, why wouldn't that work i don't know that's, that's like printing your own money it's like the most desperate thing i've ever seen like we're about to go out of business i don't think this game is going to sell well what's going to help i don't know put boobs in it done yeah i'm sure that'll be the metal gear solid six konami's on their on their way out <laughs> yes they're gonna be like I'll let's s- do topless snake yeah, they give snake a boob job <laughs> just run around metal gear <laughs> 
<laughs> this is the, these are the this is what we need from you modders get get on it <laughs> yeah all right uh you do you have any interest in uh the gundam franchise gundam i don't know you know i was in the gundam store um while i was in fukuoka japan and it was pretty freaking awesome i don't know fukuoka anything yourself, about it buddy. i'm like you go fukuoka yourself uh amazing looking the statues are beautiful i mean i was next to like a, a 16 foot statue of a gundam um i'm like wow they're all kind of like voltron but more generic cool <laughs> yeah. like i don't know i don't know much about it it seems pretty cool though you, right, if you're into well, it you're into it now you can learn more about it because gundam evolution is now coming to the west later in 2022 it is a competitive six versus six online fps featuring all the giant mechs from the gundam <clears throat> franchise uh, there's a network test coming this spring, Josh, uh, and it's going to be on both oh the Playstations and Xboxes. Ooh, that's kind of fun. I wonder if it'll be like Bulk Slash was on the Saturn. That's a fun game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Here's your news of the week. Ready? Uh, I'm ready. TMNT, oh the Cowabunga Collection. This is it, cool. That honestly is big news. It's very cool. Yeah. Um, it features 13 classic Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles games. That's pretty uh, freaking cool. So it's got the NES original TMNT, uh, the one that you and Pickle yep. Friction love so much. Uh, it's a good it's, game. It's got the arcade game. It's got tournament fighters. It's got Back from the Sewer. It's got Turtles in Time, Fall of the Foot Clan, the Manhattan Project, Radical Rescue, and the Hyperstone. It's even got the Game Boy games in there. It's nuts. It's nuts. Yep, that's it's crazy. A, it's a so hell of a collection. There's the 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 original four. I was going to say three, but the original trilogy on the NES. Then you got the fourth one, which is Tournament Fighters NES. Yeah. Then you got the two Genesis games, which is the Hyperstone Heist and their version of Tournament Fighters. Then you have the Super Nintendo Turtles Four and their version of Tournament Fighters. And then you have three the trilogy uh, on the Game Boy. Um, yeah. And the craziest thing, and I believe too, and from what the trailer showed, is it it's got the arcade game version. Like the arcade four-player version of the arcade game, which was Turtles 2 on, in, in, on the NES. And then also the arcade version of Turtles 4, Turtles in Time. So that's another four-player game. So yeah. the biggest thing, I saw this trailer and I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. That's cool. But when they were showing gameplay, like they were, they were showing the actual gameplay of each of the games, it had the original music. I don't know yeah. what, like, what sea they had to part to get Nickelodeon and Konami to come together with all that licensing bullshit because of the music, because yeah. man, years ago when uh, the, those uh, turtles, there's a trilogy of turtles game that came out on like the PS2 and Xbox and GameCube era. They were like, Oh, if you beat the game, you can unlock a, a classic arcade game. And it was like, Oh my God, this is awesome. You can unlock turtles in time and you can unlock the arcade game or whatever. And it was like, Oh, this is be so fun. We can play them on our Xboxes and PS2s. But sure. the music was all butchered and broken and it was not the same music. And it was like, this just doesn't feel right. There's something wrong with this. So like, obviously we'll find out if this all comes to true reality and we'll actually have these games as they were originally intended and originally created. Yeah. But this is really big. Like something That's happened awesome. where, where Konami got the rights to use this music again. And yeah. fuck yeah, I'm very excited about it. You know, uh, Konami has become basically, well, I mean, other than a pile of shit, but they've basically become like a legacy publisher, right? Which yep. is, which is, I'm kind of okay with, right? As yeah. long as they keep doing it, you know, and they keep treating 
their classic franchises with some sort of reverence. If they put out, you know, the right. Castlevania collections have been good. The Contra collection was yeah. good. Um, all that stuff yep. has been good. Um, they, I mean, they put out the goddamn Turbo Graphics Mini, you know, for Christ's sake, which like, is crazy. It's yeah. crazy good. If they keep doing stuff like that and actually not putting out just half-ass ports and like broken bullshit, I'm, yep. I'm fine. I'm fine with it. Just how about some Hudson Konami? How about some Hudson? Don't forget you a little own bit Hudson. of Hudson. You mm-hmm. own some Hudson stuff. Uh, how good would a Bomberman collection be? Like if you went from fucking Game Boy or you know the Game Boy and the Nintendo era Turbo. Genesis, Super Nintendo, yeah. all the way to the Saturn. Oh, even throw in the N64 Bomberman games. I'd be yeah. cool with it. Yeah. That'd be fun. Exactly. Um, if they just keep mm. le- releasing nothing but legacy collections, I'm cool with it. Mm-hmm. Totally cool with it. Because I'm, Absolutely. I'm, all those games are great. They um, are. They're awesome. And, and every time they try to update it, it's usually just meh. You know, like the new yeah. Bomberman games have been eh. You know, yeah, not, not awful, but just not great. Not awful. I like yeah. Super Bomberman R. I, yeah. I like it enough to have played through it. But yeah, I, I know what you mean, man. It's, it's like, oh, okay. All right. Mm. Uh, this next mm. one looks interesting. I don't know that I'll get it, but um, I'm a big fan of, you know, just giant monsters destroying shit, you know, Godzilla style. Uh, this game is called mm-hmm. uh, uh, Gigabash, and it's a kaiju brawler. Uh, coming to the PS4 and PS5. You know, it just looks like Godzilla destroy all monsters. You know, it just looks like a bunch of giant ass monsters fighting in the middle of a city. Um, mm-hmm. So you can play uh, four player battles uh, between uh, giant kaiju monsters. Uh, and, uh, you know, like I said, it takes place amongst like skyscrapers and whatever, and everything gets wrecked, and you can pick up your giant monster and chuck them up against a building and watch the building fall over and stuff. Looks like big dumb fun. Cool. I like big dumb fun. And what is it called? Uh, Gigabash. Oh, yeah, Gigabash. You know what would be cool is if it was called King of Monsters 3. I'd buy it then. You know <laughs> yeah. that? Yeah. I'd be down. I'd be down it. for that. They need to bring a King of Monsters Part 3. That'd be great. What's your familiarity with JoJo and his bizarre adventures? Not great. I played a little bit of the Dreamcast Capcom fighting game. But that's yeah. about it. Uh, my kids love it, though. My kids are yeah. like, "Oh, it's hilarious! It's fun! It's yeah, dirty! I've never, it's gory. I've never watched it's crazy. the anime. I've never watched any of the anime. Mm-hmm. Nothing like that. Um, I, I'm interested. So JoJo, uh, he's coming back. Um, this is JoJo's All Star Battle R. It's called. You can play as 50 different characters from the universe of JoJo and his bizarre adventures. Um, it's got all the, uh, wackiness and the kind of same visual style. It looks like kind of a visual style, like, um, the most recent, um, uh, Samurai Showdown game, you know, where it's a little bit, a little bit animated, like cell shaded almost with like, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know, kind of 3d, but not, it's kind of got that same visual style. Uh, there's a new trailer for, uh, the Samurai game Trek to Yomi, which, uh, looks uh, a lot like um, Ghost of Tsushima, but in 2D. Um, a, hmm. a side-scrolling hack and slasher, uh, all in black and white. So it's got that classic Kurosawa samurai uh, movie oh, look. Yeah. Looks absolutely mm-hmm. beautiful. Um, and a lot of one-on-one sword combat. Um, and it's coming this spring uh, to the PS4 and PS5. Looks cool. I'm going to wait for reviews because the... The enemy AI looked a little suspect to me um, mm. from the trailer, but uh, I'm still interested. Interesting. Yeah, I'm down for that. Then we've got uh, a Returnal update called Returnal Ascension. 
I don't care about mm. Returnal. So whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Ascension. What a generic like ooh, <laughs> Mech Warrior Four Ascension. Didn't like, we just have on. a game called The Ascent? You know, like just like literally a few months ago. Um, but anyway. Uh, it's a big update, uh, features two player campaign co-op, which I guess that's pretty neat. That is a pretty big update. Um, Mm -hmm. brand new survival mode where you'll have to scale a tower and, you know, the rooms change and all that stuff, you know, um, coming out, uh, in two weeks. So it'll be out very quickly. Nice. That's awesome. Got a new strategy RPG from Square Enix. Uh, it's called in classic Square fashion. It is called the Diofield Chronicle. That's what these names, well, guys. At least it's not triangle strategy or some yeah, shit like yeah, that. Like, fucking hexagon strategy. Hexagon um, strategy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a strategy RPG. Gave me serious like uh, Fire Emblem vibes looking at it. Looked mm. a lot like Fire Emblem. Uh, it's a 3D, cool. uh, a 3D game strategy, like I said. Um, about three kingdoms. Hey, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Very similar. Hey, anyway, no. uh, also coming to Switch and Xbox and PC. Hmm. Well, that sounds like fun. And then finally, uh, also coming from Square Enix, is a game called Valkyrie Elysium, which is part of the Valkyrie Profile series. Uh, it's mm-hmm. been since like 2006 on the PS2 that we've seen a Valkyrie profile game. Shit, uh, for real? Yeah. Wow. Um, I did looks, not realize that. Looks really, really good. Like I, I'm, I'm kind of interested in it. It's got like third person action kind of stuff. Gave me a bit of a near automata vibe a little bit, but more of like a fantasy setting. Um, sure. Third person kind of magic and hack and slash kind of stuff. Um Looked pretty hmm. cool. I'm going to keep my eye on this one. It's uh, coming to the PlayStations in 2022. So as long as Very it doesn't cool. get delayed, should be seeing it pretty quickly. That's awesome. That was it, man. That was uh, that was the state of play. It was over pretty quick. It was about 20 minutes. Not a lot of like huge news, but still kind of some fun stuff in there, especially that turtle stuff for us old men who just yep. like bathing in nostalgia and letting it wash all over us. Um, well, you know, it's our, it's our porn basically. Yeah. Nostalgia porn. Yeah. Tonight I, uh, I dine on turtle soup. <laughs> um, you mentioned pre-show uh, one, a little bit of news is that advanced wars one and two, the remake has been delayed uh, due to the fact that Nintendo thought maybe releasing a war game in the middle of a really uh, horrible war might not be the best idea. Yeah, um, I get it. I get it. Um, but they'll release it at some point, won't they? <laughs> you know? I hope so. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, that, you know, bummer, but you know, I get it. Um, and uh, that was really, really about it. That was our news this yep. week. All right. With nice. that, well, let's cool. head over to the new releases. Oh, Man. snap. Yeah, we got some stuff this week. We got some really interesting stuff uh, that I am actually kind of excited for. Uh, the first one is uh, Grand okay. Theft Auto V is getting the next-gen update this week. Um, so, Neat. you know, like the highest-selling video game of all time, getting a uh, mm-hmm. getting the next-gen upgrades for those who are interested in that. Uh, Phantom Breaker Omnia for the PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Uh, the Cruel King and the Great Hero for the PS4 and Switch. 
So there you go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Paradise Killer for uh, all the PlayStations and the Xboxes. This one I've heard a lot about. Not so interested in. This next one, though, man. Mm. This one I'm I'm jacked for. It's going to be coming to Game Pass. Tunic. You know about this one? I do not. It is the Zelda-like starring the cute little fox. Um, oh, yes. Looks wonderful. Uh, I've seen all mm. sorts of footage over the years. It keeps looking better and better. Uh, every With every subsequent trailer that they release, it looks like they're made, making improvements. Um, I will be downloading this game on the 16th right away when it comes out. Uh, very very cool. excited to finally power up my Xbox again uh, and play something <laughs> on it. Oh, so um, it's on Game Pass, huh? I believe so, yeah. This will be coming to oh. Game Pass. Nice. Whew, here's one. Anno Mutationem. I don't know, man. PS4 and PC. Uh, Monster <laughs> Energy Supercross 5. Oh, my God. This sounds <laughs> right? amazing. Get jacked. Get jacked, bro. You heard about Forspoken? Well, fuck that game. <laughs> it's time for Monster Energy. Supercross 5. Uh, this is on everything but Switch. What a bunch uh, of shit. Why? Uh, you, you, man. It's just it's too much energy. Whatever. Too much energy for the Switch. It's not... That little chip just can't contain all the fucking energy that you're going to get in Monster Energy Supercross 5. <laughs> get your shit together. Extreme. Get a PS5. To uh, the extreme. <laughs> Persona 4 Arena Ultimax for uh, PS4, Switch, and PC. Persona 4? Uh, yeah, it's a fighting game. The Persona 4 Arena games are uh, oh. fighting games. And by all accounts, very good fighting games. Oh. Yeah. All right. Coming to Switch and PS4 and PC. Shredders coming to Xbox and PC. Um, and then is that, finally, like a, is that like a motion controls? Like you're just shredding cheese? <laughs> that'd be great. That'd be great. I was thinking like a, Shredders. Like a skateboarding game or a turtle spinoff or uh, mm. cheese grating. Maybe, maybe you cheese can grating. even like shred some ginger, you know, grate some ginger. Yeah. Uh, grate some ginger. Yeah. Or maybe, yeah. maybe that would be called. Maybe it's Greatest like tax edition. evasion, you know, and you're like shredding paper before the IRS gets there, you know. Oh my God! Yeah, we should be we should be producing the the stuff that's we need. Fucking, we're we're, I, we're idea guys. That's a fucking good game right there, where you're just like some mm-hmm. white collar criminal, and you have to get all your paperwork out of the file cabinets and into the shredder before the IRS start you know knocks on your door. That'd be fucking. Awesome. And then we just do like a trailer, and it's just Wesley Snipes, and he's like, "Buy this game." <laughs> That's a fucking Wesley Snipes reference. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then finally, we mentioned it already: Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin, for everything but the Switch. So I, I would check that out. And you said it's by Team Ninja. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it got a fucking it, weird. It took clashes. a lot of shit uh, when the first trailer. Uh, was released because the trailer was like mm-hmm. just ridiculous with the dialogue. But after the sure. demo came out, people were like, "Actually, this is pretty fun. Like, I dig this." Um, nice. So yeah, I right mean, the, there's a new demo out there, like I said before. So check out the demo if you're if you're interested. Uh, speaking of dudes who are interesting and things that are interesting, it's Dale. He's an interesting <sighs> dude, and here he is with the retro recap. 
Hey, what's up, Mojo Weekly listeners? This is Dale, and welcome back to this week's recap of the latest retro re-releases, remasters, and remakes. As always, credit for this goes to GSK from RetroNuts.com, StrictlyLimitedGames.com, and LimitedRunGames.com. Before we get started, as John and Josh have already likely informed all of you, we are in the midst of Shum Appreciation Month. Stay tuned to Twitch channels for Josh... John, Pickle Friction, and myself for Shmup live streams every day this month. Additionally, I'm also running hot weekly high score challenges. This week we are currently score chasing in Raiden, with a couple days left to post your high score with one credit by the time this airs. You can find links to all this info in the Mojo Menace forums under the weekly Shmup appreciation thread. So with that out of the way, on to this week's releases. Hitting digitally, we will start with this week's Arcade Archives release for the 1981 Taito Arcade Classic, the puzzle action title Kix, spelled Q-I-X, but pronounced Kix, as GSK handily notated. GSK also notes that Kix will be part of the Taito Milestones collection that will be releasing next month with nine other games, so unless you are a diehard Kix fan, it may be better to follow the adage of patience is a virtue in this case. My personal favorite F-Zero game, F-Zero X, is arriving on the N64 channel on Switch this week for the Nintendo Switch Online Expansion Pass subscribers. Make sure to go to town in that addicting death race mode where you just... The goal is to knock everyone off the track. It's awesome. You get to take in the best thrashing soundtrack for the Series 2, well, of which you are currently listening to as this week's background music. Moving on, .hackgu last recode hits the PS4 and and PC a few years ago, but this collection of the hit Mock MMO series is out now on Switch this week for $50. It collects all the entries released in the .hackGU series that originally released in 2006 and 2007, and adds in remastered visuals, quality of life gameplay updates, and new content. A port of the recent officially endorsed fan remake of Chex Quest, called Chex Quest HD, is out this week on Switch for $5, but it is worth to note that it is already free on PC if you want to go that route instead for this family-friendly take on the Doom Deathmatch engine. The Chrono Trigger release for a mobile and PC that hit a few months ago was riddled with bugs, but according to GSK, Square Enix has released a patch this past week that addressed many issues and gets into a more tolerable working state for what it's worth. Finally, John Romero released a new level slash wad, whatever you want to call it, for Doom 2 that costs only 5 euros with all proceeds going to assist with aid for Ukraine. So there's links for this, for where to download this on, on this week's Mojo Menace Retro Re- Releases recap. So, and also, just announced yesterday was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Kawabunga collection hitting later this year that collects all the arcade 8 and 16-bit Turtles games. 13 different ports altogether, even the Game Boy games and the NES port of Tournament Fighters. It's actually kind of alright. I played it before. Uh, the two arcade games, Hyperstone Heist and the SNES version of Tournament Fighters will all have online play for what's worth. It's a hell of a package for $40, but this is all presuming that Konami and the developers at Digital Eclipse don't mess it up. So, please don't mess this up, Konami and Digital Eclipse. So, that's all for this week. I'll throw it back to you, John and Josh. Josh, uh, Dale brings up a good point. You and I have not nearly spent enough time talking about Shm Appreciation Month on this it's podcast. So and, and we're about to make up for that a little bit. But for those who are not aware, uh, it March is every year. And for the past, fuck, man, long time we've been doing this, probably almost 15 years, 
uh, Intergalactic Appreciation Month. Every March, mm-hmm. we just spend the month talking about shmups, playing shmups, doing high score challenges, friendly ones, yep. uh, friendly high score challenges. We're not, none of us are hardcore, like diehard players here. Um, and uh, just trying to bring more awareness to one of our favorite genres that tends to kind of get overlooked in today's day and age. Right. So um, you, uh, Pickle Friction, Dale and myself have been streaming shmups every single day this month, and we will be streaming shmups every single day this month. Uh, The channels are Joshua Turbo. These are on Twitch. Uh, The channels are Joshua Turbo, Pickle Friction, GF Gruel, GF Gruel, and of course, Mojo Menace. Uh, It's been fun, man. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, even if you're not into shmups, um, which after watching all this, you will be. Um, but even if you're not into shmups, it has simply just been fun hanging out, you know, and yeah, uh, being absolutely. in the chat room, goofing around, pissing off pickle friction, you know, that kind of stuff. It's been yeah. great. Uh, trolling, it's, it's trolling pickle friction. I mean, he's like the most mellow, laid back, lovely guy on the planet. But every now and then something gets stuck <laughs> under his craw and you're just well, like, when you... Uh... <laughs> When you when you tell him for the eighty third time in one minute how about how shitty Battletoads is, yeah, he's gonna get he's gonna get hot. He's gonna get hot, brother. <laughs> it's not quite that extreme, but yeah, point taken. It's pretty close. Nevertheless, pretty close. Uh, it's been super fun and just popping on. And I've I thought I knew a lot about shmups. Like I said, I'm not an expert player, but I thought I knew a lot about shmups. I have discovered a lot of shmups this month that I had never even heard of. Yeah, um, thanks to I watching. Agree. Thanks to watching the streams that you and Pickle and Dale have been doing. So, yeah, um, it was really cool. cool. Um, it, just like you had mentioned, just exploring new games. Um, man, finding just looking up the genre of shoot 'em ups on Steam alone to mm-hmm. find like yeah. five to six dollar games. I think one of the best surprises that I've gotten so far, and this is what I streamed this last Tuesday night, was Zero Ranger, which is on Steam. I think it was like seven ninety nine, and it is a fucking blast. Like it's such yeah. a good shoot 'em up, and it's so well done, and it's a it's a vertical shoot 'em up, and it's got tons of homage to like gradius and r type and darius it's like the themes of the levels and everything and you, you fight you literally fight the vic viper but it's not called the vic viper you literally fight the <laughs> yeah. r type ship and it's not the r type ship but it is they act yeah. the exact same way and they look the exact same way and they're called like one's called like a arto typo or something like that and then the, <laughs> the vic viper is called arc arc avenger or something like that it's it's great it's 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 really cool and being able to do that kind of stuff has just been a blast um, Pickle's right. been playing every single Genesis shoot 'em up, which has got to be miserable because there are yeah, a lot of really bad shooters on the Genesis. There's some stinkers. Um, there's, there's also some great ones. ones. There's yeah. some great ones. He, yeah. he made a list of his top 10 favorite that I'm going to play through later this month. So I'm actually really looking forward to that. But yeah, it's been great. Uh, we're what 13 days, almost the halfway mark. And I, and I got like seven or eight nights that I've streamed shoot 'em up so far. So it's been a blast. It's been great. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, we've been, and you know, people in the chat, on the on the various channels have been like i've heard them you know be like i've i never play shmups i don't think i i don't think i like them and then turns yep. out they're like this actually looks pretty good like your friend he was he was uh in pickles chat the other day and then last night uh you and he got together and yep. you introduced him to a bunch of new shmups and stuff so that yeah. poor bastard his only like contact with shmups was silver surfer but Oh, I know. I felt so bad. He's like, ever since I played Silver Surfer, which was my first ever shooter, I just thought that I hated that genre. And it's like, oh, man, everything was fine. And he he was enjoying the games. But it wasn't until yeah. we got to Ikaruga that he was like, holy fuck, like this is like and I'm like, 
yeah, this is what a shoot 'em up. This is how good a shoot 'em up can be because yeah. it's such a well-made game. The everything is concise and the strategies are perfect, and it adds puzzle and strategy elements to it. And mm, yeah, yeah, yep. he liked that a lot. He downloaded it as soon as our stream was over. So nice. I'm pretty happy about that. Well, we're going to be talking about for our game spotlight uh, a classic shmup series, and it also happens to be this week's score chase uh, that Dale puts together every year. There it is. Josh is holding it up. Ryden. Uh, the uh, classic shmup series that started in 1990 uh, by uh, Seibu Kahatsu. Um, this, this, like I said, classic, classic shmup series. Um, if you've, uh, if you're familiar with like the 1942 uh, series, it's very much a traditional uh, shmup yep. uh, shmup game, kind of like that. Where you know, it's it's you know. There have as, as the series goes on, it gets a little more fantasy and out there and whatnot. But its origins are pretty much, you know, kind of grounded, sort of, kind of in reality. You're, 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 in, you know, you're a fighter jet, and uh, your the enemies kind of look somewhat a little bit mechanical and based in reality. Um, but uh, you, you know, you've got tanks and giant like uh, jets and shit and and planes uh, that come at you with, you know obviously uh exaggerated for uh effect but you know not like wild fantastical shmups at least to start with um by any stretch uh we are playing right end the original one like i said came out in 1990 you can buy it for like eight bucks on arcade archives archives on the switch Um, and you can like almost every console has a port of Raiden or one of the Raiden games. Uh, the uh, 360, which Josh, you're holding up some uh, some cases and stuff. The 360 had a few uh, Raiden games, yep. I think, um, like Raiden Fighters uh, Jet, uh, Raiden Fighters Aces, like all that stuff. Um, yep. But uh, man, probably whew, I'm looking at the wiki here. It looks like maybe 15 games in the series. Um, and not a not not all of them are awesome, but there isn't really a no. There isn't really a stinker in the whole bunch. You know, they're all very playable. That's true. Yeah. Um, yep. Uh, Ride and fighters. Yeah. Aces. I. Uh, oh, go ahead. Yeah, the Ride and fighters aces and those those types of games, like on three hundred and sixty, they're okay. They're yeah. not anything spectacular. I thought Ride and Five was a bit of a disappointment. There really yeah. wasn't anything new that it was bringing to the table. Yeah. And I guess that's kind of what you're you're you know if you look at the retrospective of the entire series it's like did ride in one like you had said it's kind of like 1941 it's a little bit like uh you know it's, it's kind of like this it's a little bit like that did it really bring anything new to the table not really but it sure as fuck did perfect it like it yeah. made it very concise memorization it, you know it's not an unfair game to the point of like it's just cheating to kill you over over and over again if you die you're dying because you screwed up again and you just really need to get into a routine you got to figure out the best patterns reminds me a bit of image fight in that kind of uh, perspective but yeah it's a really well made the original is a really well made game um and what they built off of it after that there's a ride in 2 and honestly my favorite in the series is probably ride in 3 on the ps2 yeah. this game is spectacular it is um great. they actually introduced a twin sticks uh, variety of it where you can control both ships with the sticks and yeah. so you're moving around and you, you shoot and bomb with your LNRs. And oh, was that a well done uh, aspect of the game that I'd never seen before. And I thought that was really cool. Um, that's my favorite one in the series. But the original is excellent. And yeah, I mean, I to yeah, Tuesday night, I streamed the TurboGrafx version. I streamed the Super Nintendo version and then I streamed the Genesis version. So there's your three 16 bit ports. And it's interesting to me that I would consider the Turbo version the best. Yeah. Um, at least in my opinion. 
Oh, my mic is a lot to fall over. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but uh, each version is a little bit different. I'd say the Super Nintendo one is the slowest and the easiest. This is pretty much, if you're going to look at the 16-bit era, here's, here's, your, here's your complete description of each. Super Nintendo was the slowest and the easiest. Yep. The Genesis was, in my opinion, was the sloppiest port. It's just like the graphics were really tinny. There was seven shades of brown. Has like the whatever. jankiest music, yeah. It was janky, yeah. And then the turbo version was really close to what you'd see in the arcade. And it was yeah. just really close, really tight. The music was tight. Uh, the sprites were smaller, but then they put so much more detail into them instead of being big and ugly and wide like on the Super Nintendo version. Yeah. Um, it's it's awesome. And no matter how you play it, you're going to have a good time. It's just be prepared to get your ass kicked because it's tough. Yeah, totally. Um, so... I don't, I don't know that I have a lot more to say about Raiden. Um, I, I, there, are, there are plenty of secrets and strategies to, to discover. Uh, there are like hidden fairies that you can find. So you can just like shoot this random spot on the screen because you'll, you'll be firing and you'll be like, why is my bullet not going past this spot? Yep. Oh, it's because there's a hidden fairy there. So you keep hitting it. Fairy pops out. You get 10,000 points. It's awesome. Isn't that crazy? Um, yeah. Lots of lots of little secrets, little nuggets like that that I love about shmups when they hide that kind mm-hmm. of stuff in there. Um, but uh, other than that, it's it's a very typically at least it's a very traditional series. Like uh, as far as shmups go, it's not bullet hell, um, but man, nope. those bullets will get you. Those fucking they, tanks, those damn tanks every time. Definitely, I would consider all the games like Raiden four and five. Uh, those would be considered bullet hell type games, but. Yeah, because they kind of took that engine and they're like, well, everybody else is doing it. We can still make a ride. We can still make money off this riding franchise. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the originals, uh, those bullets, dude, they they really blend in with the background, too. in some of those spots, because you'll be looking, you'll be like, what hit me? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, oh, think... and also. Oh, go ahead. Oops, sorry. The Super Nintendo version. If you want to feel good about yourself playing a ride in game, yeah. the Super Nintendo version, when you die, you immediately pop back up. It does not make you go back to start over. So if you want to see more of the game, I got to like the fourth stage on my Switch stream on Tuesday night on the Super Nintendo version. I'm like, I've never seen this stage before. So (laughs) um, it it does not make you start the stage over or go back to a checkpoint. You just pop right back in. So nice. Yeah, it's so strange how, you know, I like the Super Nintendo just fine. It's a great little console, but man, it is by far the weakest when it comes to shmups. Well, it depends. It's, 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 and I don't want to go on a long tangent here, but when you have games that are developed across the board, it's like an arcade game. And then you have the Genesis version, the Super Nintendo version, and the Turbo version a lot of times. Um, you know, the Turbo and the Genesis have faster processors. But when there are games specifically made, like they're like, we're going to build this from scratch for the Super Nintendo. Like I would consider Firepower 2000 and Axelay. Those games are fucking mind blowing. Great yeah. shoot 'em ups. Yep. Specifically designed for this console. And, and it works. It just works really well. Yeah, but back to Raiden, I think you're right. Like, Raiden 5 is one of the weaker ones. I was pretty disappointed in it. Especially, isn't that the game that has all the chatter in it? Like, just nonstop dialogue, like, in the background going on? I feel like they had, like, some sort of storyline going on in the background where there's this constant Oh, chatter. which one was that? The Raiden 5, the most the, Yeah, the most yep. One. Yeah, I yeah. was like, what the hell is with all this chatter? I just didn't understand it. But uh, yeah. anyway, it's like, it's uh, like they try to do that with like the Mega Man X games towards the end. And you're just like, shut up and let me play. Yeah. So uh, like I said, uh, it is available on the Switch uh, for the Arcade Archives series for like eight bucks, I think. Uh, well worth it. Really good port. Um, lots of options in there for you to mess with if you're like a newbie to shmups and stuff. So you can like ratchet down the difficulty. You can turn on the auto fire, even though I found that didn't really help me much. Um, I would recommend <laughs> turning on the auto fire because these old man crippled arthritic hands uh, were dying after a while. 
Um, but well, if you uh, play yeah. them, if you play them on this, guess what you got? Turbo switch boy. Turbo switches boy. And the Super <laughs> Nintendo one, you can also hold down the controller button to right. auto fire as well. Automatically built in. You don't even need turbo switches on a Super Nintendo. Fuck you, <laughs> NEC, your stupid idea. All right. With that, it's time for the last question. <laughs> All right, going to come up with the last question off the top of my head. Give me, Josh, since we just oh, mentioned shit. it, the best Super Nintendo shmup. Probably Axelay. I think it's uh, Konami, the Wizards of Konami when they still were close ties and had a development team called Treasure all in-house. Um, Axelay, dude, it's it's... It's one of my favorites. I love, and a lot of people say it's just a lot of smoke and mirrors because is the game really that great um, with that mode seven, that like really cool, like aspect when you do the vertical stages, I think it is still a very good game in me, in my heart, it kind of is a spiritual continuation of the life force slash sal- slash salamander games yeah. because you get the vertical and the, in the, I'm sorry, the vertical and the horizontal all in one game. And it works really well. Um, I loved Axelay, I'd say, or Oxley, however you want to pronounce it. That's like that'd Axelay. be my favorite Super Nintendo shoot 'em up. It's fantastic. It's so good. All right, I like it, man. What about and, you? Ah, uh, uh, fuck, man. I don't know. I other than Axelay, you... I, I don't. Yeah. Every time I play a shmup on Super Nintendo, I'm like, this just doesn't feel right to me. You know, I mean, there's just... like UN Squadron. There's yeah. uh, ph- Phalanx. Phalanx is okay. Yeah, and then but then I think of like r-type on super nintendo and i'm like Ugh. what a super r-type 3 is pretty good r-type yeah. 3 is really good actually yeah yeah and uh then i think of darius Hard. darius twin on super nintendo i'm like uh slow and kind of shitty and so mm-hmm. it's hard for me to pick one so i'd have to go with actually as well because yeah um, i got a stack of one there's like thunder spirits was on super nintendo which was not very good um yeah. d force was another like kind of generic shoot em up wasn't there also an alest game uh yeah and i strike gunner pretty sure and i i think that one was also not great you know so it's not bad but yeah it's 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 funny trying those types of games or seeing like them online and then you're like god that's like blazing lasers man why 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 even why even (laughs) try just make games for the turbo instead exactly it and you know and after growing up with the turbo graphics and the just shmup smorgasbord uh that we had it's hard to go to even the genesis which has some wonderful shmups they just don't feel they don't feel right to me compared to the turbo graphics no. and and Not then you know later the saturn and stuff so that is oh, it yeah. for us if you want more of our stuff you can go to mojomenace.com on the front page there you'll find links to our discord our forums and our merch store so do that youtube.com slash mojo menace where you might be watching this right now who knows uh and then i already mentioned twitch.tv slash mojo menace and then all the social medias mojo menace josh where can they find you? Well, if they'd like to continue the conversation with me um, about like Ride N or, or D Force or, or other really cool shoot 'em ups in the 16 bit era, you can always tweet at me at Twitter at underscore Joshua Turbo. Don't forget the underscore as it is the most important underscore in all of the internet. That's it for us. We'll see you next week. Bye.